Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family, we want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Praise you, Father, for this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and we are so glad in it. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity, Father, to share, God, what you've given to me to share to your people, God. I know and I believe by the power of God that it's going to bless someone's life for today. There may be some shouting going on in this building and in your home, in your car. If you feel the presence of the Lord on today, listen. Honk your horn, don't honk it at nobody because we don't want to bike then you drive a road race. But honk your horn and love tell them I love you. Because Jesus loves you. And we pray to God you have your way on today. Hallelujah. Do what you do best. Heal, deliver, set free by the power of the Almighty God. Oh God, we thank you for what shall be revealed on today, God. Oh God, we love you. And we praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, listen, God is, um, has, I had something in my, um, that God has played in my spirit, and it's been, um, I've been just kind of monitoring and checking it just to, to see where we are. And in this world, in this life that we're, that we're traveling, the longer we live, the worse it gets. And the longer we live, the more reclusive people who say they love God become. What do you mean, Pastor? Me? Our volume of our love for God is diminishing while the volume of the devil is rising. And I was, I was saying, God, why is that? And God was sharing with me that people are afraid, one. And two, people don't have a real sense around reality of who I am and what I'm capable of doing. And people have a form of godliness, but they so deny God's power. They don't believe that there's any power in the name of Jesus. In this God we serve, there's no power in it at all. And so my, um, so he was sharing with me that this world is being so defeated and when I say this world, I'm talking about you, believers. I'm talking about you, Christian. I'm talking about you, child of God. 
I'm talking about you born again, blood washed, Holy Ghost filled, baptized people are so afraid to openly acknowledge who you serve. See, God is God for us is an afterthought. He's something we pick up when we need something. He's something we pick up when we feel good about something he's done, but we put him away when people ask us about our God. He's something we put on the mantle. We can put him up or pick him up or put him down whenever we choose to when we are afraid to be different. So listen, let's jump right on in. Turn your Bibles to Daniel chapter 3. Y'all know this. Yeah, this is a famous chapter, a famous verse of scripture that all believers have heard. Children, you church, you heard these, you heard this story time and time again. Hey, congratulations, man. You graduated, didn't you? Congratulations, oh, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to celebrate you, baby girl. And who else? Y'all they graduated too? Okay, then. Oh. Yeah, but Master, we, we congratulations. We appreciate you. Thank God for you that as you move on into your next level, let Pastor Lee know what you need, all right? Let us know what you need before you go away to school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what this ministry does. We bless the people of this ministry and all those who God has called for us to bless. Amen. We don't bless some, we bless them all. And so, yeah, this is a famous passage. Some of y'all heard it in Bible, in Bible school all your lives. And if you've been in that Bible school, whether you've been in youth church, children's church, whatever they call it, young people's ministry, all kind of different things they call them over the years, babes in Christ and all kind of things. You should have heard this story. We're going to pick it up in verse 3, but let me bring you up to speed. This is when Nebuchadnezzar built, he was self-absorbed. He built a statue of himself. He built a statue, a monument to himself, Amen. And in that monument, in building that statue of monument to himself, he wanted all of the people to worship him, to bow to his statue. And so here's the time now when we're living in a time now where people want us to bow to their monuments. Y'all know the letter game, the LG, all of the, the games. The pluses and all the minuses and all other things. <laughs> they want us to bow to their monument. They've taken what God used as a covenant to us that he would not destroy this world with war but fight the next time. They've taken that and now they've made it a monument unto themselves. And so when we see that, they want us to worship. Well, what do you mean they want us to worship? They want us to bow. They want us to not say nothing <clears throat> against that, but speak glowingly about it. Another thing, we, um, we've, been, we've always been inundated with drugs, but now they want us to accept certain things about drugs. They want us to believe certain things about how we are to govern our lives. That we dare not speak against certain things. We, why y'all so boisterous? Why y'all so boisterous about God? They're trying to take God out of things. Mm -hmm. Y'all know that, right? Yeah. 
They don't want our God in anything. They're trying to pass rules and regulations that we can no longer talk openly about God. Can you? No. I'm dig into that. But let's keep going. So Nebuchadnezzar, this, this statue was built, and there was a monument built. So let's pick it up in verse 3. Verse 3 tells us, so all the officials came and stood before the statue King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. So this world is setting up their own statue. This world, this world is setting up everything that it needs or that it is requiring to move us further away from God. And more and more to the God of this world, which is the devil. See, we understand that. If we don't now, we're going to get some understanding today. Well, why would a loving God allow the things to happen? Why? Because this is not God doing the things that He that's doing. It's the devil. And you can't be fooled by thinking that. Most people get mad at God when things happen concerning this life. Well, God was such a good God, why did allow such? Hey, listen, I can't. Um, one thing I'm going to ask you to that is, why would you always blame that on God? I always ask you, why is that the first thing you blame? If you don't believe God and you don't believe in God, why is he the first name off your tongue of, of, of blame? I digress. Keep on going, Pastor. <laughs> so all the officials came and stood before the, the, um, the statue of King Nebuchadnezzar set, has set up. Verse 4 says, Then a herald shouted out. Someone shouted out. People of all races and nations and languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the music, that's horns, trumpets, flutes, violins, whatever. When you hear the sound, when you hear the band play, I want you to bow to the ground. So here's a question for you. When you hear the music play, are you going to dance Wow! to the beat of that? How many of you, when you hear a certain thing or someone say a certain thing about God, you put your religion to the side? <laughs> I'm just talking just warming up before we go. I'm just setting the attempt to see where we are. How many of you, when you're professing Jesus Christ to someone, but you hear some opposition comes against your God, do you put your God away and bow to the God of this world? Some of us do. Some of us make comments like when things are going, girl, you gonna guy, you gonna make me put my religion to the side. You gonna make me put my religion on the shelf for a minute. I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna put that for my. You gonna make me put my religion on hold for a second. How can God be that easy to be put aside? If He's in you, how can He be put aside? But most of us, we have a form of godliness. And what do you mean, Pastor? We have a form that is only convenient when it's convenient. My love for God is only love for God when it's convenient. Because, see, we're coming up onto a time, y'all, where we're going to have to prove yep. our love and loyalty for God mm -hmm. like never before. And I know some of y'all may be shaking right now. What do you mean, Pastor? 
There's going to come a time when you made me incarcerated because of your stance with Jesus Christ. They govern the government tell you if you say certain things, they'll turn, they'll take, they'll look, they'll shut you down. And most people don't say certain things because if they're getting public, they're getting they're getting public funding, you they 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 believe that they're prohibited to say certain things. I'm telling you, you gotta get you. We're going to have to get to a point where you're going to have to say, listen, come what may, I'm not shutting my mouth. He will come to shut down what? You didn't, oh, you didn't stop this, so how are you going to shut it down? But when you are so comfortable in this world that God's voice gets lower when the enemy's voice gets higher, when you heard the sound of all the instruments, you have you they even said you better bow. And anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Now they may not have furnaces now, they got jails. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. When I was I was saying. But I could, I did something. Y'all turn, turn to your neighbor on screen, y'all. Turn to each other, y'all say, Pat, well, Pat, be ready to tell you. Don't be, don't be judging. Don't be looking at them judging him. Don't be judging me. I ain't there. Y'all can judge me all y'all want. I'm free. Room set, 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 free, free. I ain't worried about it. I'm free from all that nonsense, that combination. When I was unsaved, I did something, and I didn't fulfill my obligation. And when I got saved, it came back to visit me. I got incarcerated. They put me in jail. And I was, I went to jail, I, you know, I thought I was going, I thought I was going to get out. One second, y'all. She, she ain't going to let it go. <laughs> Good All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. She always looking out. Mm-hmm. Son, you didn't put the time. You didn't put my time on there. Oh, you got my man. My man. I appreciate it. And stay correct. Um. So yeah, I went. To, I was incarcerated, and I went there. I had all the references because I was doing so much in the ministry. I was doing. I was doing things with y'all, but I was doing. I was doing so much, and I had letters upon letters and character witnesses and. People who was on the prison ministry with me, I was going into the prison and was getting ready to go to prison. Didn't know it. Anyway, I um, and so I went in there suited up. <laughs> and I think about it, man, it's a funny, 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 funny moments of my life. Um, I went in there suited up and just think, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, you gonna, you gonna pop me on the wrist and say bad burger. You correct that and go back out. He told me, nah, I give up. I left. Man, I was walking, I was like, Lord, thou forsaken me. I was walking back. <laughs> I was walking back. Thou has forsaken me. I'm going to jail. <laughs> I, I, I survived not going to jail as a heathen, uh-huh. but I'm now going to jail as a believer. Mm-hmm. And so in going to jail, 
And going to jail, I, I was in a cell for seven days for 23 hours a day by myself. And then that time when the uh, marshal came by, he asked me, he said, what do you want to read? You want any reading material? I said, just give me a Bible. And so in that cell, I got to experience some time with God and to read the Bible like I've never had and trust God. Why am I telling you this story? Because what happened to me in that cell allowed me to turn the volume up on my praise to God. And I'm saying that to say to you guys that at this moment, God is telling me to tell you, you won't have to love me louder. Ooh. And so, I might. So when I so, and as we keep reading, I'm gonna show you guys about that. Love me loud. So God told me to love Him louder. What did that mean? That meant that even in this state that I'm in, I have now I have two options: to cower or to show and prove. And everywhere, in my, and then when he when he took me out of that cell and put me in what they call general population, what I did was people knew that I had the transformation that I had, and I saw me. God made God had me to see some of the people that knew I had a transformation. And then one guy asked me, "Why are you in here? I heard you gave your life to the Lord." I said, "I did, but that don't change the fact that I'm in here." And I said, "I won't be in here long." And the cell, the, the guy who I shared the cell with, at every turn I was ministering to him. And he in turn told other people, man, that's, you know, he's a believer. And then we started talking. And all God was allowing me to do was love him louder. And people are like, well, how can you love God? You want to jail. And listen, I love him. You won't have to love God even when circumstances and situations are telling you not to. Because things don't happen the way you think they should happen doesn't mean that God loves you any less. Hey, listen. In some cases, he loves you even more to count you worthy to go through it. Why? Because he knows that he's going to get the glory out of you. Amen. So in so verse 7, it says, So at the sound of the musical instruments, all the people, whatever the race, and nation or language bow to the ground and worship the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Eight told us. But some astrologers, y'all know they know astrologers be wicked, <laughs> went to the king and informed on the Jews. And I tell you guys, don't go to what don't. If you say you love Jesus Christ and you believe, why are you going to get somebody to read your palm? Why you calling some one eight hundred number? Find out what's going on in my life number. <laughs> <laughs> when you have a book full of prophecy yes. about your life Amen. that tells you your love, that God you serve loves you so much, He's written it down. That nobody had to trace nothing in your fingers or your hand and say, your baby is telling me this. God is telling you that a good man, look, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. So why are we so, see, this is what we're talking about. Why would, this is the stuff that, that God is telling us. These are the things that the world is using to make you bow. 
Because when someone can hold your future in their hand, you become a slave to that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear y'all out there. Well, this, well, what are you talking about? I'm talking about some of these leaders or these people who are standing as leaders. When you are, when they're the only ones who know what God is telling you as opposed to you going to God and getting it firsthand, you are a slave to someone who you're standing under or sitting under. I submit to you, I'm not talking about every preacher. I'm talking about some of them. When they become God, they become the statue that you bow to. When you start saying that he or she says this as opposed to God said it, then now you're trusting in men more than you're trusting in God. You're going to have to love God louder. He's calling us. He said, love me louder. And it says in verse 10, you issued a decree requiring all people to bow down and worship the gold statue. And then you see they're going back and they dry set your hand. <laughs> they're going back and saying, but didn't you say all that we spoke about? Y'all know y'all in some of these churches and some of these places where they can say, well, didn't they talk, you told me to do this X, Y, Z? And she didn't do it. He didn't do it. Then they tell him. And now people look at you and people look at you funny like, <laughs> that Russian people will go back and tell if you're you taking the carrying your bones and snitching <laughs> because listen if they'll, if, they'll, if they'll bring a bone they'll carry a bone they'll watch it and it said in Yemen, the decree also states that those who refuse now they land it out to them they, they, they said didn't you say there's a big old decree out there that said if you Told him to bow. Why ain't not bound? He said, "But there are some Jews, nanny, 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 down, and they gonna say, man, it was Billy Jean who didn't bow. It was Carissa who didn't bow. It was Leonardo who didn't bow. You remember, you know them. And look, this, this is how they, this is how they, when they, when they, when they, when they really tell them, this is what they do. They, 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 they all out for them. But there are some Jews, um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have put in charge. Let me start telling what you're doing." <laughs> Billy Jean sing. <laughs> they pay no attention to you. <laughs> oh man, distortion is so low. <laughs> your majesty, they refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the, the gold statue you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, verse 13, he says, he, they, he wanted to arrange an order. That Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought to him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods? Not God, my gods. Wow. I don't know how can you have more than one exactly. God? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's too much. How can you have more than one love? Love me louder, God is saying. Mm-hmm. How can you have more than one person? That, listen, I, I hear all these fools out here talking about having multiple wives. Listen, I, I love my wife. I got trouble with one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, I don't have the energy, the money, the resources. I don't care how much money people somebody say they have. There's not enough you to love one. 
Uh, you can love one enough. You can love many Amen. or multiple. <laughs> now, they, they don't get that twisted because I, you can have a whole lot of children to love your children. As many as you have, you can love them. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about giving them the attention that it deserves. And God doesn't want us to have that kind of love for him where our love is split. Amen. So when he's talking about he has God, how can you love all these gods? He let us be, he let us be known. He worships them. He don't love them. That's why God is telling me to tell you, you're going to have to love me louder. Why? Because you don't worship me. You love me. And if you love me, you'll serve me. And if you love me, every word that I say, you won't have a problem fulfilling. See, but when you worship, you only go to get. You never go to give. And see, the one thing about these false idol gods, they're only going because they've been made to do it. When God, when God calls us to love him, he wants us to do it because we have a pure heart and we know exactly, that's why the song of Benjamin, the reminder of who God is requires us that we give God praise. Why? Because we love you, Lord. Because of who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you can think about what God has done for you, it makes it easy to love him. There's a song that says, so easy to love him. You can't sing that without revelation. Amen. You can't sing any worship song without revelation of who God has been to you. That's when it becomes personal. He said, God ought to worship the gold statue I have set up. I will give you one more chance, he told him. You get one more chance. I'm going to give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made. When you hear the sound of the musical instruments, you better jing, you better do a jing, you better do something. You better bow. But if you refuse, <laughs> oh, God, I love it. You will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace and when the God and what and what God will be able to rescue you. So now he said, okay, what God will rescue you now? If my God throw you in, what God will be able to rescue you? Now he's he flexing a little bit. And then he said, from my power. Wow. Ooh, Jesus. Now this is what God did. This is when he get good. Now this is when he show up. And he show up. Just when the enemy acted a fool. And he talking real reckless and big. God, God, God said, all right, I got something for you. I'm going to remind you that it was me who kicked you out. You didn't just take a flight down the earth. I kicked you out of here. <laughs> no, that's right. You didn't leave on your own. You didn't even, you wasn't even shown the door. I, you, you got kicked out of here. Isn't that something? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know some of these. I ain't not talking about y'all kids. I'm just saying. I be hearing stories of people telling me putting the kid out, and the kids get real mouthy. Well, I'm leaving anyway. I ain't gonna leave you on the opposite side of the door already. You already know. It's kind of hard to leave something that you're not in on, man. But now you get real, you get real brody, man, because you all, you know you out, man. So you gonna talk stuff. 
Verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, no, Nebuchadnezzar. We do not need to defend ourselves before you. <laughs> y'all better come on out there. Y'all better love God louder because this, when you are, when God is with you and you put, you stand boldly for God, there's no need to defend yourself against a whole lot of nonsense. When they keep talking about me, Pastor, so what? So what? Are you gonna are you gonna get more involved in what they said, or are you gonna choose to turn to God and say, God, I trust you anyway? Yes. I'm gonna turn up my volume on my praise to you. Listen, all the and all of them can go. If it's just me and you, I thank God for me and you. Yes. Why? Because it was me and you from the beginning anyway. And it was going and it's gonna be me and you at the end of this thing. Yes. Yeah. And said, listen, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. You don't say that without revelation. Come on now. Hey, so how many of y'all are big and bad and bold Because even if, listen, if you are a school teacher and they're threatening your job because you won't teach same sex in your classroom, are you going to be fearful about losing your job and you will say, hey, listen, See you. That's Wouldn't right. want to be. That's right, Pastor B. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm and I'm talking about that. Why? Because that's one of the most prevalent things going on there. Absolutely. We love everybody. Mm -hmm. Don't let nobody tell you that what happened to what we're talking about tells you that we don't have love for everybody. We love everybody. We love you enough to see the goodness of God in your life that God will deliver you. From the bondage of the enemy, from worshiping false gods. Amen. Because now that's not a movement; they're trying to be God. It's either their way or no way. Accept what we say, or you, or your 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 way is wrong. I hear him tell. I hear him say it all the time. Man, that, that, that's, that's that old way of thinking in the Bible. No, 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 no. <laughs> Your way is the corrupt way of thinking concerning the Bible. Amen. And you won't even stand or you won't fall. So only one of two things is going to happen. And you see more and more people who say they're believers in Jesus Christ fall. Because they are afraid to love God louder. They, they are afraid to make lift God high. In this earth. Why? Because we're gonna we're gonna be the outcasts. Amen. They're coming for us. And not just us, they're coming for our children. They want our babies. If they can kill the next generation and generations to come of Christian believers, then the enemy has done what he was supposed to do. He's now destroyed an entire generation to come. To not trust God, to not believe God, to not worship God, to not serve God. And some of you parents better get up and stop sleeping on a job and tell your children that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God's Father. Listen, we are losing ground because you are scared. Stop blaming this world. Entirely for the things that's going on in your home. You are the you're supposed to present Jesus Christ in your home. 
Well, I'm going to let my kids find out. Find out what? We all know what it is. The further we can get people away from God, the, the more your mouth will close. Because now you are afraid. Fear grips you. <laughs> oh, I better not say nothing about church. You don't even witness on your job because you're afraid people will call you. Oh, they all, they, 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 they spooky. <coughs> Every time you turn around, they talk about Jesus Christ. You're talking about the devil. But what you mean, Pastor? They ain't talking about the devil. Everything they talk about is cussing, fornicating, lying. How can they get over? And you won't be punch me out the light. Anything to hustle the system. Did that help you out? <laughs> to keep you from serving. They tell you they go through these things because this is what the devil wants. If he can make it normal enough when you start falling in line, oh man, we can go to the hookah bar, man. We can drink, we can smoke a little bit. It ain't nothing but something it's fruity. <laughs> it's like smoking pineapple juice. <laughs> but now what it's conditioning you is it's conditioning you to not only smoke, but to be in a in a in an environment and condition yourself to now accept immorality. Amen. You better love God louder. If you need to stand in the middle of people who won't stand and say, listen. I don't do that because that's not what God has called me to do. I'm, I'm set apart. The things I used to do, I don't participate in anymore. And how, how can we? If we've been free from sin, why are we so easy to want to go back? I submit to you, you haven't been free. There's still a part of you that is holding on. I know y'all be looking at me like, Pastor, what are you talking about? I will not talk about me. Let me talk about me. The one thing I always say, y'all, is go no music used to have a hold on me. The beat, the bomb, the bottom, whatever. They used to have a hold on me. And when I decided to love God louder, I had to let it go. Why? Because the truth can't coexist. Where does gospel go go? I don't subscribe to gospel go go because it still reminds you of go go. And I don't participate in it because what the what the spirit that used to grab me that had me with it, I don't want the taste of it anymore. There's more than just the music. There's the lifestyle of go go. There's the culture. There's the environment. Oh man, I just got to be. Let me just go and hear it live. Yeah. Your flesh start telling you. Yeah. I got to hear the bass. I got to hear the thump of it. I hope I'm helping some of y'all. Because what happened, I had to be. Now, whatever your music is, or whatever that vice is, Go Go was my vice. I just love being in the presence of it. And it's a, it was the feeling that I was captivated with. But I didn't, but there was also a spirit. That is the cat that encapsulates and is captivated and encapsulates. It covers you when you walk into an environment. The spirit of that covers you. Why? What happens is drinking becomes a, a part of that. Smoking and hooking up. Yeah. There you 
It's the biggest was the biggest thing for me. It was a hookup for me. Because somebody wanted to see me and I wanted to see somebody. So now, here's the thing that I had to guard myself against. I'm married. And my flesh knows flesh. My physical body knows my wife. But my flesh only recognizes other flesh. Teach, babe. So when I'm in that environment, my, fle my flesh don't see that's your wife. It sees, okay, that's flesh. And what do you come into a go-go to get? Is to get connected with flesh. That's it. So now I had to, I had to govern myself. And now I don't go to go-go's no more. I'm cool with riding past you. I can hear the music and be like, oh, and then turn my window up. <laughs> and I say that I, it, don't, it don't move me, but it don't move me to the degree where I want to stop and become a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so where we are with this, even in what we're talking about, is we're going to have, we're coming to a place where that was a statue for me. That every time I heard the, the drum and the bongo, I bowed. Every time I saw the women lining up to go in there, I bowed. Because I wanted to be where they were. I wanted to worship where they were worshiping. And now, because I'm, I'm free from it, I can ride by it. That's why I can boldly tell people, you got to get into a place where God becomes louder than any of that. The sound of his voice is louder than any go-go music. That when he go, when I hear him, he say, okay, Virgil, get back where you need to be. I immediately jump back. Thank you, Father, for bringing me back. Because my mind wandered. And I hear people, when, you know, when your mind wanders, you got to get a hold of your mind. When your mind wanders. You got to pull your thoughts back. You got to tell your thoughts, get over here. You don't belong over there no more. That's why some of y'all can be listening to me, be watching me, and not even hearing me. Because you, your body is here, but your thoughts are somewhere else. Okay, this is only an hour of my day. He'll be finished about 11.30. I can go right back to doing what I was doing. And what I was telling you is, don't allow your thoughts to hold you and move you that way. You better get a hold to God's word. This finishes up. Verse 19. What was that? I was at verse uh, 18. It says, but even if he even if he doesn't, we won't make it clear to you. But let's go back up to 17 so we can get that whole thing. It says 17. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. So they was even they was even polite when they said. Yeah. <laughs> even if you throw us in, we ain't gonna serve you. Young. Yeah. Your majesty. Even if you do it, we ain't gonna bow to you. We ain't gonna bow to your gold, your statue. We ain't gonna give you no glory. Amen. We ain't gonna give you no praise. But even if he doesn't, they said, even if you don't throw us in. Or even if he don't rescue us. If we in and he don't rescue us, 
we still we won't we won't we, we want to make it clear to you. They was emphatic about it. We're gonna make it clear to you. Your Majesty said it again to him. You gotta be a bold somebody. No, you ready to get thrown into a hot, hot fire. That even if, and and that's why it's important to know who you serve. You gotta know your God to always show up for you. And when you're showing up for God, He is, He gonna all, when you when you when you're showing up for God, you can bet that He's gonna always show up for you. It may look like the enemy's winning in your life. Some of you may look like that I'm about to get evicted. I'm about, I'm about to lose my job. You may be at that 12th hour in your life, but as long as you're always showing up for God, guess what he's going to do? He'll always show up for you. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Remember, even if we're put out, even if I got to get all you all and put my, my furniture on a truck, where I'm leaving is far, it's going to be where I'm going is far better than where I'm leaving. I know some of y'all don't believe that. Like, well, I'm leaving my place. Listen, you don't know what was lying in that place for you. You don't know what pitfalls was lying ahead to you, for you. That's why you got to trust God. And it says, he told your majesty that he, that we will never serve your gods or worship that gold statue you have set up. How many people are bold enough to say that? <laughs> I ain't going down like that. Okay? I listen. You gotta be bold and courageous. Amen. You won't have to be. This life is this life is telling us to. Luke nineteen and fourteen tells us when we um that if you hold your peace, the rocks gonna cry out. Y'all know when Jesus was walking through, they was worshiping and everything, and them them same old people. The people who was criticizing was saying that they ain't praising. They should stop making all this noise. And Luke, y'all, y'all, y'all go read Luke nineteen and forty. It was when he when he was walking through, they was baby worshiping and they was making all the noise. And he told and um, these the, 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 the leaders went by and told him, or they were telling him, Jesus, tell these people stop making all this noise. And Jesus told them, Listen, if they hold their peace, the rocks won't cry out. So you can shut them up, but somebody gonna praise you. <laughs> Are you the somebody that now that we're, that's coming to town where they now they, they gonna tell us y'all can't talk about Jesus? Are you gonna listen to the, the lawmakers and tell us you can't talk, you can't openly talk about Jesus in public places? See, y'all we come to times where you not that's why you see some people, not a whole lot of people, but you see some people out there in public places talking about God. Because there's going to come a time where this world is going to try to shut us up. Amen. You know, and sometimes people are already get thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. And we got to sleep over here. Don't even realize. We don't go to jail for talking about Jesus. You know it's going to break the law. There's going to be a come a time where Jesus is going to be a part of breaking the law. Mm-hmm. And if you say anything against anything, then, and then you talk about Jesus, you're going to jail. Yeah. Or they're going to want you in jail. That's why it's important for us that we're going to have to love God louder. Is he really important enough to you to stand on it? Y'all know that's the saying of you. You got to stand on it. Stand on what? 
Ask him again. You better learn to stand on the rock of your salvation, which is Jesus Christ. Everybody's telling you to do things other than Jesus Christ. You better stand for God. Make us stand for God. You're going to have to. Mark 8 and 38. Mark 8.38 Mark 8.38 tells us if you are ashamed of me and my words while living <coughs> y'all alive here today? Yes. Amen. Any dead, any dead man walking today? <laughs> If you alive, just shout back if you alive today. It says, if you are ashamed of me and my words while living among sinful and faithless people. See, a lot of us, we're ashamed of God against, amongst the sinners. We care, so we care more about what they think about us than what God's word says about us. He says, if he's false, he's more than this world against us. Amen. So why are we ever afraid or concerned about what the world says about how we work, how we, how we fellowship with God? They don't know what God has done for you. They may have a glimpse or, or a story or two, but they don't know the depth, the height, the length of how far God's love is for us. It's proven to us more and more every day how much he loves us. Amen. And it says, and the fearless people, and the faithless people, then I will, it says, then I, the son of man, will also be ashamed of you when I make my appearance with my holy message in the glorious splendor of the Father. So if we're ashamed of God, he's going to be ashamed of us the day when he, when he before God will allow He's going to be ashamed. He's going to be ashamed of us. We don't ever want him to, to see us and be like, oh man, turn away. Remember all that ducking and hiding you were doing while you were on earth? Every opportunity I gave you to share my goodness, you were running high. I put you I put you in front of sinless people for a reason. So they wouldn't be sinners no more. They'll repent that you'll tell them about my goodness, you'll share the word of God with them, and, and they'll change their life. But we were so ashamed because we didn't want to be ridiculed. Man, every time I see, every time I see her, she will talk about Jesus Christ. Every time I see you, you talk about the streets, you talk about the world, you talk about the devil, things that are going on. Why can't I? Why is it always? Why is it always off-putting when I share God in you? Why? Because you don't want your heart is hard. You know the devil has hard heart when, when you don't want to receive. And I, and I submit, there's a portion of everybody who wants to receive. But there's a, there's a greater portion in them that keeps them from receiving because some people don't want to be different. Mm -hmm. They don't want to see me. That, oh man, if I say yes to God, I got to say no to everything else. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, you're going to have to say no to some things. You say no to God. <laughs> So Noah's obviously a part of your vocabulary. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to say yes to a God who loves you? Amen. Who knows you're sinning. Mm -hmm. 
who knows you have you there's sin all currently there's sin all in your life, but he wants to save you. Amen. Most people when they don't see no goody, they leave you alone. That's good. God is the opposite. He runs to you. But he he what he's telling us is if God listen, you love me louder. Why? Because I want people to stop running to me. Amen. Now, like I just told y'all, there's going to be a time where, this, where we're going to be shut up, but there's going to be a time where people are going to be wanting to run in like never before. Hallelujah. Because they see the walls closing in on Life as they know it is changing. We thought COVID was going to be that. Was going to make it a, a whole revival of people flooding the churches. And this is the yes. But when a man is given back to his own devices, ten, most nine times out of ten, they go back to what was familiar with to them. And now you have to make sure you have to make God familiar to you. That whatever you do, you run to God. Unlike the world. They run back, they ran back to the things that were comfortable to them. That's why you don't see flooded out. Because now God is no longer a priority. Why? Because the world isn't coming to an end. So do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I got my car. I got my PPE. I got driving my car. I got my, I got my thing going on. I'm, I got my Gucci shoe. Whatever, whatever your thing is. Whatever your thing is. <laughs> I ain't even gonna say one particular. But whatever your, whatever that thing is. That's all right. That's all right. It's the truth. I get it. I've never. I've never seen so many stores sell out of clothing during this time period. Like never before. But because people have gone back to what seems normal, God has now put back on the shelf. Then we started out saying they can pick them up and put them down whenever they need to get they put, they put God down there. God was on, the, on their mouths like never before. Prayer. Some people have resentment because they've lost loved ones. Some people have found hope because they lost loved ones. Man, listen, we better get into a place where we're going to love God and we're going to make God our only choice. We're going to have to choose God, y'all. We're going to have to make it up. We're going to have to make sure that that's settled in our hearts and in our spirits forever. That God, I thank you. God, I love you. If it wasn't for you, God, I don't know what I would be doing. If you hadn't saved my life, God, I would be dead. Hallelujah. On my way to a burning hell. Yeah, and the more we get involved, the more we start loving God. And this in this Psalms 47 and 1. Y'all can write it down. Yeah, turn to Psalms 47 and 1. It says, don't clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. What does triumph triumph mean? I got victory. I got victory over every situation. They may think I'm losing, but I'm winning. It may look like I'm losing, but I'm winning. It may look like the devil getting the best of me, but I'm winning. It may look like, listen, the world has been arguing about all my friends that left me, but I'm winning. 
ain't got no friends, Jesus. Yeah, you do. You got a friend in me. Ah, right, my car's not good enough. Okay, I got another one coming. You got a friend in me. See, this is when they get good for us. We got to start magnifying God. Amen. We got to start lifting him up. We got to we gotta love him louder. Lord, listen, although they slay me, Lord, I trust you anyway. Woo, God. Listen, although it looks like they're they, they talking about closing down my whole company, I thank you, Lord. Because you're going to spring up a skill or, or, or something on the inside of me that's going to now move me to the next level of my life. Yeah, what that what is that business, Lord, that you've been calling me to do? Oh God, re, re, re-energize me. Give me the thoughts. Give me the mind to open this business. I'm gonna love you loud. I'm gonna put, listen, you're the CEO of the business. We gotta start putting God at the head of the class. The head of everything we're doing. Yeah, yeah. This is for all of you out there. Listen, take your name, now I'm not saying that physically, but I'm saying, take your name off of spiritually that you run a thing. And say, God, I, God, you, you lead me. Amen. You got me. I'm going to do what you say do. I'm going to move how you say move. Yeah, listen, I've been doing it. It ain't working. I want God, I trust you. If I need to shut it down, tell me to shut it down. As I'm shutting down, give me the next step. Amen. Yeah, now, I choose to love you loud. Yeah, my neighbors are making all this noise. Listen, God, I want to shout your name out, Jesus. But when you're going to that I'm going to church. You want to go? That's why I tell y'all, invite your friends. You ain't just inviting because you ain't got nothing better to do. You're trying to get something to them, which is God. To see God through a different set of lens. He's not religious. He's relational. We don't come here to be religious. We come here to get a relationship. In a, God, come on the inside. God, thank you for being. Now what I'm doing is I'm forcing my relationship with you. Now I'm spending time with you. You spend time with things you love. You feed things you love. You dress things you love. You nurture things you love. Our relationship with God should be things that we love. We dress. What do you mean dress? We read the word. We put on the word of God. We put on the armor of God. We dress ourselves in the word. And listen, we got the more we do that, we cast off all. We, as we start dressing ourselves, now we start relieving ourselves of all the burdens of this world. I don't know how you can say you love Jesus Christ and you drink and you smoke. How is it possible? How can you get, how, how do you cuss like a sailor and you love God when you can't have bitterness be flowing from the same time? How do you, believer, love God like when you know the establishments you go in, don't they're not thinking about serving Jesus Christ. They had things posted that tell you who they love and who they worship. But we go in and we support them. The Bible tells us that we strengthen the hand of the enemy. When we, when we support businesses that don't love God, we strengthen the hand of the enemy. What do you mean, Pastor? We make their kingdom larger. Now we're pouring resources, resources into their kingdom to build their kingdom to move ours out. You have to love God louder. 
That means you're going to have to start saying no to things. And you're going to have to boldly proclaim and say yes to things. I'm telling you, you better get your heart and your mind set to serve Jesus. If you're going to do this, this is not for we. The Bible says that we're going to have to endure hardship as good soldiers. Amen. What do you mean? Because he's preparing us. That there's a battle, there's a war going, there's great happening. Whose side are you going to be on? Because you can't play the middle. Too many of y'all already playing the 50. <laughs> you can't keep playing the 50. You're going to have to choose a side. I know, I know. Well, you you have to you going to have to choose. You're going to have to choose. You're going to have to make a choice. You're going to have to. Psalm 34, we're going in on Psalm 34 and 1. It tells us, I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah, y'all tell you that. He didn't say sometimes. All times. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah, y'all type that out there. I will bless the Lord. Have you committed yourself to blessing God at all times? Yeah, yeah. He didn't say in the good times. Uh, nope. He didn't say when my money is right. Mm. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah, listen, you don't have to tell me. I know when your money gets funny, your change is strange, and your credit just can't get <laughs> I understand. <laughs> All right, listen, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, you don't even want, don't even go outside the house. Don't go out the door. <laughs> Stay in the house. Because ain't nothing I'm going to do at this moment going to go well for me at all. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we never wrote fake checks. Trust God. I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah. Now, I'm telling y'all that I said that to say that you're joking, but I'm saying to you, if you don't have it, don't write it. Amen. Pay the late fee. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing, where the faith of God moves on your behalf, when you trust God. Amen. When you have a conversation and you tell them, listen, it's due on this date. I'm going to write it on this date. I, listen, if you give me until this date to cash That's it. I'll make it good. That's right. But you don't write it, and then you be you can you, you you tell you call your friend, you call your friends, you call your prayer partner. Believe me, tell me, bring me that. I just wrote the check. You make more money. Oh, gosh. I'm making light of our our light afflictions. And our light momentary things that we go through. But what I'm telling you, I hope you hear it. What I'm telling you is. We're going to have to now, we have to re-condition people to know that us as believers, we're not ghetto artists. Amen. Yeah. We're not people who lean on God to do foolishness. We trust God concerning his word and that we operate our lives 
in integrity according to his word. That's what we're telling you. I will bless the Lord at all. This is not telling us not to trust God. You trust God and you believe God to give the money, then you write the check. There you go. You don't write the check and then trust God to send you the money. That's you, you hustling backwards. His praises will be in my mouth always. So that means whether you can write the check or not, his praises stay in your mouth. Amen. Yeah, 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 I'm not just telling you that the money the right to take I'm telling you that if you, that the, you don't get the money, you praise him anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know some of y'all are looking at y'all, 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 I can feel y'all singeing, singeing my face with your eyes. I feel my eyebrows just got hot all of a sudden. I don't know, y'all singeing, y'all burning my eyebrows up. I don't have that many But I understand. <laughs> I understand that this may seem far-fetched for a lot of you. But trusting God is an act of our faith. And if you're going to live this life and love God louder, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Yes. And if you say you are just, you say you are the redeemed of God, then you better, you mean you better put your faith pants on. You better clothe yourself in faith to operate in this life. To trust God, to believe God for the impossible, because He's doing the impossible, and He wants to do it in you. He needs representatives in this earth who's going to show that He's doing His the impossible God. And listen, even in that, He makes the impossible possible. He makes the small things in our life look great. Yeah. And he makes the great things in our life look small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our God always shows up. Yeah, 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 you used to sing this song. He may not come when you want, when you want, but he's always on time. Yeah, I stopped singing that. <laughs> I stopped singing that. Why? Because if he's with me, he's always going to show up. Yeah. I'm not right. I'm not putting up to a, uh, an intersection and God, pull up. I know that when I'm in the car and I'm pulling, he's already with me. You, that's when you know and you have a bonus of your relationship with God. That he's already in me. He's with me. He already, and even the great thing about God, he goes before me. Preparing the way. And when you notice, you can love God now. Now you can get bold about it. I can stand in position when I think that my the things that the world is coming and crying, things are coming on and started to overtake me. I say, God, I'm going to stand anyway. I believe you above all. I was in, when I told y'all that story about me being in the house right I was in jail. I knew I was getting out because I knew that wasn't my final stop. That was a pit stop and him wanting me to be able to use my voice to share. And I told my wife, the testimony he gave me, he told me when I got, he said, I just wanted to see if you would tell others about me. It's always good to talk about God when things are going well. You better teach. Can you share when things are not? <laughs> Will you tell people that you've been delivered from selling illicit narcotics? Will you tell people that you should have died five, six, seven, eight times? But yet you're still alive. Can you tell people that you struggled with reading while you were in school and you thought you would never be anything, but now you're doing it? Can you tell somebody the way out? 
And I just tell them, can you grab their hand and walk them through this life? You won't have to love God loud, y'all. You won't have to show that God, you, I thank you for what you're doing in me. And because you don't know respect the person, because you did it for me, do it for her. Amen. Amen. Do it for him. Do it for them all, God. You said that you wish that no man perish, but that they all come to repentance. Who's going to crowd out and spare that? Is it going to be you? He told us to go out into the wilderness, into the highways of life. Who's going out? Or are we waiting for him to come in? Because if that's the case, they're never going to come in to the degree that they should. Yeah, so we don't have to fret and we don't have to fear the enemy because great is he that is with us than he that is in this world. And he's calling y'all to be great. He's calling you to make his name louder. Yeah, the enemy may have a voice, but God's voice is louder. He's the prevailing voice. When he says something, guess what happened? It has to come to pass. Amen. <laughs> Can't say that for the devil. But when God speaks, he said there's enough power in his word. Oh, God. He called dry bones out, you know? People that were dead. There's enough power in his word. They go get, why would he say that? Why would he say that, Pastor? Because when he told you to come forth, he gave you everything you need to walk. When he called those bones for, he didn't say, okay, I ain't gonna bone. You get today. He told dry bones. He hear the word of the Lord. Yes. And now everything started forming. <laughs> I tell you, children of God, he's calling you to come forth. Dry bones come forth. Hey, listen, if you need to be saved, you better come on and get yourself together on the day. Stop wasting your time. You're not, you're not wasting God's time. You're wasting your time. We don't know what, and I know y'all hear this thing all the time. We don't know what tomorrow holds for us. We don't know what, what time is it? We don't know what 1230 holds for us. But we trust God that we know that we shall live and not die. Do you have that same trust? Come on, serve God. Give God your life on today. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. As the Spirit of God gives it. First, repent. Tell God to forgive you, cleanse you, wash it. And all repentance is just turning away from sin. Making a conscious heart decision to not walk in sin. Didn't say you may not slip and fall. The Bible says that although you may fall, you shall not only be cast out. You may fall. But the, the good thing about not only being cast out, the Bible says, because the Lord upholdeth me with his hand. So even though you fall, he's going to be there to pick you back up. But don't live a lifestyle. Don't, don't make it a conscious decision that every day actively pursue sin. Repent. Tell God, I walk away from it. God, I felt you on today. I heard you on today. I received you on today as my Lord and Savior. Yeah. And then your repentance. Now I'm getting to a Bible church. 
gets to where we, and if you, and God can feel you right where you are. He can touch you. He can feel you when you're when you're speaking in tongues. Oh, listen! I always tell y'all my story. I came down. I came down to receive Jesus Christ. I, I I I didn't speak like I thought I should speak. I kept. I went home and I kept praying and I kept believing God that He would fill my mouth with tongues. And then one day I started speaking, and I haven't stopped. I'm not gonna get on here. And, 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 and start coaching you and telling you, okay, repeat after me. Instead, start saying, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Because you have your language. You don't need to speak like me. You need to speak what God is telling you. You need to develop, develop your own language, your own communication in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we always equate having the Holy Spirit to, to having an engine. When you receive God, you have the power, but you want the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You want the engine to help move you. You want the power of God. Living on the inside of you. Why do you need a power to keep you from going back to sin? Nothing will stop you from going back to sin but the power of the Spirit of God. We can't do it in our own, our own finite mind. We'll always go back to that which seems familiar. You need the Holy Spirit to help you, to lead you, guide you. He said he'll be our teacher, our guide. So you need the Holy Spirit. Be baptized. Yeah, why am I taking so long? Because it's important. This moment of service is important. That if you came in not knowing God, why leave out not knowing God? You came in for a reason. So make that reason not just hearing me. I don't want you just to hear me. I want you to hear the Spirit of God, which is the most important thing. He's the, he's the, his voice is greater than mine. And I can't say he can't. Receive Jesus Christ. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be baptized. Connect with us if you're in this Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. Reach out to us and let us know you want to go down in war. We'll get you down in war. Amen. And lastly, if you want to be a partner of this great dynamic teaching ministry, join the Kingdom Advancing Ministry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let God, let you already tuning in. God's already speaking to you. Come on. I'm not going to call you and tell you, welcome to the kingdom of advancing ministry. That will be between you and God as you make that decision. And as you come in, well, I'm going to love a woman. Why? Because God loves a woman. I'm going to respect you and honor you because God respects you. And our job here as leaders and all those ministers who are working in this ministry, our job is to teach you the word so you can grow and teach others how to live out their lives. In Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Listen, we love you here. We thank God for your time. Thank you for tuning in on this Sunday morning. We thank God and we praise God for